Welcome to Press Pause. It's the 10-minute family worship podcast designed to help you share big truths about Jesus with your kids. We're your hosts. I'm Jared. This is Trey. Hey, how's it going? And Kevin. Hey, guys. We're glad you've joined us. As you listen to the podcast along with your family, keep your finger near your device so that you're ready to press pause and talk about this week's big truth with your kids. Before we begin, I have a question for the guys. All right, guys, can you tell me about your first Bible? I got to think far back. The first Bible I can remember was one of those teen Bibles that has like all those little um, life applications like in the margins and colorful and yeah. Couldn't wait to read those margin (laughs) notes, right? I think I read the margins more than the actual Bible, unfortunately. Yeah. Awesome. So when I was uh, in third grade, like one of the big milestones of the church that I was at was getting a Bible given to you, like on a Sunday service. I don't remember when they did it, if it was like the beginning of a school year or what, but when you hit third grade, like they called your name, you went up and they gave us these gigantically thick, uh, they were like paperback Bibles, but they were re- I just remember being really thick in my hand and being like, this is a really <laughs> large Bible for a third grader. Um, but yeah, and so that was like the Bible that I used kind of all through the rest of elementary school, like going to church and Sunday school and everything until kind of I got my first like life application, mm, kind of big yes. boy, teen study, whatever it was, Bible. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I I can remember two. I can remember um, the there's the blue like a Bible drill Bible that you would like use for Bible drill competitions that had like wow six, professional yeah, <laughs> okay I've never heard of this <laughs> tell us more that had like uh, it actually had the Second Timothy two passage we're going to talk about it's today. what all like, the pros used yeah for sure and uh, so yeah it was our sort of Bible quizzing Bible Deep South Southern Baptist. Bible drill Bible. And then I got the um the NIV student Bible when I started youth group that had the hot pink like holy Bible, like yes. student my Bible. Wife, my wife the, has one of those. It's still on our bookshelf actually. Yeah, that's awesome. On the on the front co- cover. So I love that. I read all the notes on that thing. So yeah, it was great. great. Well, as you can tell, this week we are going to talk about um, the Bible. And so, Trey, can you tell us about this week's big questions? Yeah, this week we actually have two questions again. And so the first is this, where do we learn to love, trust, and obey God? And the answer is in the Bible. You probably didn't see that one coming. Uh, and, and then the second question, can we trust the Bible? And the answer is yes, the Bible is completely true and without any mistakes. And so let's repeat these questions together, guys. Where do we learn to love, trust, and obey God? In the the Bible. Bible. And then the second one, can we trust the Bible? Yes. The The Bible Bible is is completely true and without any mistakes. So, Trey, where do we learn about the Bible? In the Bible? Ooh, ooh, that's a good question. I see what you there, the Bible in the Bible. Well, we learn about God's Word and how God designed it to help us in 2 Timothy Chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. So press pause and then open your Bible to this passage, 2 Timothy 3, and read those two verses with your family. Those are great verses, Trey. Listen to them one more time. All Scripture is God-breathed, and it's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Kevin, can you tell us what those verses are about? 
Sure. Well, in our world, at least in the USA, Bibles are everywhere. You can probably find more than one on a bookshelf in your own home. You can find the Bible in lots of different versions on the internet. The Bible is everywhere, but sometimes we take it for granted. I know I do. We're tempted to think it's only something we take to church with us on Sundays, but God wants us to spend time reading our Bibles every day. The Bible is God's holy word. Even though it was written by human authors, those men were taught by the Holy Spirit. So now when we read the words of Moses, David, Matthew, or Paul, we are reading the very words of God. His words, his personal letter to you and me. It's pretty cool that God speaks to us. Yes, it's pretty awesome that God speaks to us. The Bible teaches us, warns us when we're off track, and helps us get back on the right one. In this way, the Bible shows us how to love, trust, and obey God. We use the Bible the same way hikers use a flashlight in front of their feet to light their path. Just like a flashlight, the Bible shows us where to go. Here are some things you need to know about the Bible. The Bible is true and trustworthy. God doesn't lie. God cannot lie. So we can count on his words. The Bible is also our authority or our rule for living. It's sufficient. That's just a fancy word that means the Bible tells us enough to live in a way that pleases God. Also, the Bible is clear. Wait, 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 wait. Is it really clear? Because sometimes I feel like I get a little confused. Maybe in the book of Revelation, there's some things that don't always make sense to me, Kevin. You're right, Trey. Some of the things we find in the 66 books of the Bible, like in Revelation, Ezekiel, Leviticus, are difficult to understand. But the Bible is clear enough that its main point and central message can be understood. And that's important because the Bible is also necessary. We need God's clear words for us to understand how to live. It's like bread to feed our hungry souls. We cannot live without it. So the Bible is true, sufficient, clear, authoritative, and necessary. And those aren't even the most important things about the Bible. The most important thing about the Bible is that it teaches us about Jesus. The religious leaders in Jesus' day loved the scriptures, but they wanted their Bible to simply be a book of religious rules and examples. Jesus said to them, you search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life, but these scriptures testify about me. You see, the ancient scribes and Pharisees missed the point. The Bible doesn't simply tell us how to live, it points us to the truth that Jesus is the Savior. Even when we sin, he loves us and speaks to us through his word and tells us about his love and calls us to trust him every day for our salvation. How about you? Do you spend time with Jesus by reading his word? Is there a place you typically go when you're reading your Bible, the back porch, your bed, a special chair? Press pause and talk about it with your family. What do your regular Bible reading habits look like? Moms and dads, you have to answer too. All right, we're back. So, Trey, can you answer this question? Where do you go when you're reading your Bible? Yeah, so I've got this old, like, 
kind of slightly busted. My wife would say it's completely busted, but still very comfortable chair in my basement uh, that I like to kind of sneak away to to crack open my Bible. There's generally no one down there. Half my kids are afraid of the basement. My wife doesn't like it because it's cold. So it's kind of like the perfect spot to just get away and to find a quiet place. Uh, And then I usually wrap up my time reading with a few moments of prayer. And so let's take just a moment actually now to pray together and thank God for the Bible, his holy word, as we depart today. Father, thank you for the gift of your word and for your spirit that makes it clear to us as we read and we study. God, would you give us wisdom as we press into your word and help us to move those truths from the pages of our Bibles into our own hearts. Amen. Thanks again for listening to Press Pause, the under 10-minute family worship podcast. Season one of Press Pause was written by Jared Kennedy and me, Trey Coleman. Our video game theme music is by chill hop group Murphy DX, that's Johnny Barahona and Alex Onan. We recorded at the Love Thy Neighborhood studio, and the editing was done by me. Be sure to subscribe to Press Pause in your favorite podcasting app and leave us a review or rating, five stars only, please. Also, be sure to follow Gospel Centered Family on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Join us next week for more big truths about Jesus for your whole family. Press Pause is brought to you in part by the Love Thy Neighborhood podcast, exploring today's cultural moments through true stories of social action and Christian faith. Check out the show that Christianity Today calls amazing and authentic. You can listen by searching for Love Thy Neighborhood on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at lovethyneighborhood.org.